welcome back to the Double Knotted Podcast, a sneakers podcast for the average consumer. I'm your host, Kyle Enriquez. I'm always joined by my guy, my co-host, Anthony Torres. How are we feeling today, sir? Feeling pretty good, man. You know, I had a long day, but uh, I'm ready. Favorite part of the day, recording the recording the podcast. Got a nice guest list, um, guest here, so I'm excited. Oh, no, for sure. But before we get rolling today, Torres, how's your stomach? How's my stomach? What type of question is that? What do you mean? How's my stomach? It's a good question because you texted me earlier today and you were, oh, I asked yeah. you if you wanted to grab dinner <laughs> and you're like, nah, bro, I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich and a BK chicken sandwich and I almost barfed. Well, I heard the Burger King chicken sandwich was good. So I was like, okay, let me try it. But then I'm like, but I really wanted the Popeye's one. So then me and my friends like, let's just get both and see which one was better. Believe it or not, the Burger King chicken sandwich is really good. Like I'm, I'm a little turned off when it comes to Burger King. Mm-hmm. The chicken sandwich, elite, elite, elite. Okay, I gotta put you on though, Torres, because the Jolly Bee chicken sandwich. Have you have you heard of Jolly Bee? Never heard of that in my life. It's like the Filipino fast food joint. Like this is the spot. It's around here. No, it's in Queens. I'll drive out there. We'll okay. we'll, we'll link up. We'll link okay. up. Okay, okay, definitely. We'll link up. But before we get into the nitty gritty today, I do want to thank everybody for tapping in as always, whether it's on Spotify or Apple podcast, you guys rock, keep it up. You guys are amazing. But today is Thursday. We are back with another community episode where a member from the Double Knotted community joins us on the podcast and talks sneakers. So I got a really special guest today because our guest on today's podcast is a really close friend of mine. He's probably one of the most well-rounded people I know. Besides being into sneakers and streetwear, he's a connoisseur for in-house coffee blends, a Marvel fanatic, a hip-hop dancer slash choreographer, and he's currently on summer vacation. But he's not a student. He's actually a high school English teacher. I'd welcome to introduce my guy, Eric Vispo, to the podcast. What's good, Eric? What is good? Thank you both for having me. It's an absolute honor, pleasure to be here. Just speak how, like, ever much I can about myself and, you know, just keep it as real with y'all as far as, like, the sneaker community and everything in between is concerned. Oh, no, for sure. But before we hopped on to the episode today, I was really digging the tea. And Eric was putting some game on that tea because it looked like an Akira tea from what I'm seeing, right? Yeah, that's honestly the big, like, pull that I got from, like, pulling the trigger on it. But it's actually a licensed Nike tee. They'd be kind of going off with just like, I guess, like in-house designers and just like finding mm-hmm. different like inspiration for it. So I'm a big Japanophile, like big nerd when it comes to just like the like aesthetic, especially when it comes to um, anime. And you yourself and like, I'm sure it's like, if you're in like this, like streetwear like scene, you know of Akira. I mean, Kanye is like so heavily influenced by it. And I want to say that that's what this particular like character design is for. Um, I'm a big fan of like artists on social media. So like I follow them on all my Twitter and some on Instagram. There's one big dude I like on Instagram called Van Gogh. So mm-hmm. I definitely like, love his stuff. Been following for a minute. He takes like anime characters, put them in like crazy streetwear. Not like Drip Goku, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not like Drip Goku, which, you know, I think is just a big time meme at this point. But mm-hmm. he'll take like some like, you know, more like obscure characters and put them in something like stone island and i like i don't know i like i like the aesthetic and he's an in-house designer for nike so this is a licensed nike air max t which is kind of wild to see so i had to cop right away instant cop right that's the shirt's fire i'm not gonna lie like i might have to try to find that online on some real 
I, I remember with that, that collection, they did a lot of the shoes that matched up with the uh, infrared 90s when they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some yeah, of the pictures of them holding and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's like Nike knows the audience and like their like customer base is just not just athletes. And it's like, let's just focus on like the lifestyle and like every like obscure part of that lifestyle community. Oh, no, for sure. Like, I think Nike low-key needs to step up. Like, we've talked about it on the podcast that, you know, as of recent, Nike hasn't been on their game sneaker-wise, but we'll get into that. But uh, Vispo, I'm going to refer to Vispo as Vispo because, you know, Eric, I, I always, like, I, it's weird for me to call him Eric. I'm going to refer to him as Vispo, so just throwing it out there. But um, Vispo, where did it start for you for sneakers? Give us, give the listeners some insight. Where did it start for you, man? I'll like be honest like when i was in middle school i was rocking those like dcs and airwalks out of payless you know i didn't really have any like real kind of like crazy love for it for anything like sneakers um i i don't know like if this is even part of it but i remember like the first like really really cool pair of sneakers that i ever copped were from a nordstrom rack i am a big nordstrom rack like lover and fan and they i don't even know if they even make these anymore but they were air nike air flares and it's a really old model and it was one of those things where it's like man i just like love this shoe and i would wear it for pretty much everything because you know in middle school you had like the two pairs of shoes and like you use them in between for everything going to the park going to the store the mall doesn't matter and I looked into it a little more because I was like, man, this is just such a like cool looking shoe. And I found out it's based off Andre Agassi, the famous tennis player. And it was like an older model that was like sort of re-retroed for him. And man, that made me love it even more because I used to play tennis heavy back in middle school. So I was just like very like, I guess, like pulled in right there. Like, man, sneakers, like, can be like important <laughs> i guess important is a weird word but like it was like beyond cool at that point for me so that's when i guess you could say it sort of kicked off but um i don't know i was like born into like the era of sneakers where like when i was like really getting into it the hype was really into nike sb black box and um iss soul collector <laughs> so i was very much as like heavily involved in that like just trading community where like I was like doing local meetups for like shoes that I thought were just cool and didn't really know too much about. So like, I would just like kind of like get pulled in that way where I was just like, man, this is a cool looking shoe. And like my rotation at the time was just the most sporadic and random of like Nikes and just like weird retros and converses that you've ever seen. (laughs) So what what pairs did you have? The you you mentioned that your rotation was like a, a little out there. Do you remember any pairs specifically during that time? Oh man. Um so from cr- like weird like pulls that I got from friends. Like I got a pair of Citrus 7s from my friend. I remember I did um a meetup for like a really like ancient, like maybe like 1992 pair of Air Raids. I had Chrome 2s, Flint 12s, just random retros that you just never see anymore. And I don't know, it was just like, it was like, oh, Cinder 14s. I remember that was like one of my first ISS like meetups. Cinder 14s, like a color way that has never been retroed, which I'm surprised Travis is not like 
tried to like search out a pair for because you know he loves his white brown combo Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that 14. One of my favorite 14s. That's Cinder 14. I've seen it once and I was just, I, I never seen it before. So I was like, oh my God, what is that? Yeah, yeah. dude. It's That's such a wild, wild shoe. And I don't know if you guys are guilty of this, but it was like when I first got in the game, I was just like, man, a cool shoe is a cool shoe. Who cares what size it is? Oh, so I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't come into my size, I want to say, until I was maybe like 15 or like really acknowledge what my true to, size was so i want to say at that time must have been like a nine and a half it was a nine when i saw it on the sneaker form was like whatever i'll just i'll make it work i'll wear the thin socks it doesn't matter so i copped that nine and i had no regrets i remember my mom made fun of me for it too just like you bought a size nine you know you're not gonna fit size nine i'm like well i wore it like five times already i'm doing okay it hurt every time but i made it work (laughs) between that and triple socking i would literally wear a 10 to a 12 in high school just so i could get as many pairs as possible but this is part of it i think and that's the thing i don't think they really even do that anymore like kids nowadays are just like i don't do it all like if it's not my exact size i'm not even touching it i think that is a sign of maturity and I don't know. I mean, what do you got? Here's the thing. I don't think you've, it's come up in the podcast from like episodes I listen to, but like, what do you guys call yourself? Like, I don't, I don't know if I would even call myself an OG in the community. But I feel like I'm sort of like a sneaker boomer of sorts, you know, where I'm like, yo, my era was lit. Like, you don't know about black box XBs, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. things like that. You know, like, what do, what do you call that? Like, what am I in the like community? Like, what is that label? You know, it's funny. I would, it's weird to be labeled a sneakerhead nowadays because mm-hmm. depending on the era that you're in, it could either be a positive connotation or a negative connotation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like also being labeled back in the day. I don't know if you remember Vispo, a hype beast. Bro, like, hype beast means so, so many things now. When back in the day, it was legit just like, you know, I have something that I cop from Stussy. And yo, I copped this Arab scarf from the dude on the corner. <laughs> That's what a hype piece was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that was the thing. But like, I just think like nowadays, like definitions are very loose with it. Like, yeah, I man. think sneakerhead is somebody who's knowledgeable in the game. That's my definition. Like, I think it's somebody who's knowledgeable of, you know, what's on their feet, you know, knowledgeable about the game in, in total. But then you also have people who are fans of sneakers who are collectors of well that I call enthusiasts. So sneaker enthusiasts. I very much like that definition, especially the way you presented it. I'll go with sneaker enthusiasts. So that's who you have on as a guest today. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Torres, what would you label yourself out I of mean, curiosity? I don't, I don't really think I'm any of those. I would like sort of make my own category of like a sneaker student. You know, because, like, Ooh. I'm so, like, I feel like there's so much I don't know about. And, like, every single day I'm finding more pairs that I like, you know, things I didn't know about. Now I'm starting to branch off into other brands. Like, I, I just I just know I still have so much to learn. Like, I, I can't, like, put myself in, like, a sneaker head, sneaker. If anything, I remember someone called me an OG one time. And I was like, what are you doing right now? Like, <laughs> that's got to stop. Like, you, you got to say that very low. But, <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. But that's crazy, Vispo. Black box ISS. Like, it's funny because you're from Queens. And yes, I felt like ISS benefited people in the city more because it was easier to do um meetups versus in Long Island, 
where like, you know, I had to take a bus or I had to drive to make these um to make these connections. So I felt like the inner city kids had more opportunity to get these pairs growing up. Oh, that was absolutely the privilege. Like I did meetups like like legit on the bus route going home after school one day. Like that was just like how like convenient like the boards worked, yo. Like, I mean, I never did like um, online transactions. So like, I know ISS did support that. Like if you want to PayPal and like someone ship it out for you. I mean, I was like, what, 15 at the time. Like I didn't even like, I was, I was afraid of eBay. Like legit, I was like, I'm not gonna get scammed online. I'd rather like see these in person, hold them before I even get, smell them more importantly, because mm-hmm. these heads on the internet, you never know what's going down. And legit, like I could just, like plan for meetups, like after school. I've done that several times where it was like, all right, I've got, I used one of my student Metro card rides this morning. So if I like finesse this, I don't have to pay for like an extra ride by going to Brooklyn and then make my way back home after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, we're calling your days like, you know, trading and meeting up. I know it's a lot different nowadays. You know, we have third party apps that, you know, people ship to, they get verified. And then, you know, the buyer gets to shoot, the seller gets the shoes. Was there a memorable meetup that stick up in your mind? Man, that That's an interesting question. Uh, it's hard because like nothing was really, me- I would say, memorable or like bad. I wouldn't say I have any like real bad experiences. Like everything was like so like in and out I just like waited outside like one spot usually like either like Supreme like Soho back in the day or even in front of Uniqlo when that was like a new store mm-hmm. and I remember there was like one dude who was like the more local um like seller like he was also a queen seller like out in Flushing so I could just hop on the seven and like meet him in the station and like what he did was like I can tell he's like in the middle of his commute so he's just like meet me on the platform and it was just like, yeah, let's not even like waste the swipe. So if you meet me on the platform at like four o'clock, I'll be there at the end of like the seven line on Main Street. I'm like, okay, bet. And that was easy. Cause like, I don't even remember like exchanging numbers too much. Legit. I think it was just like, we're setting an appointment. And if you flake, you risk that negative review on your like rating. So I did that one flushing meetup with a seller that I like bought from before. So in my head, it was just like, I don't know why I like even thought it would like run through my mind, but like, man, maybe he's going to remember me. <laughs> like, it was like a year apart between purchases and nope, I am just like one of his like 700 star ratings, you know, didn't even like matter. But it was just interesting that like, I'm recalling that now because I didn't even like, I haven't thought about that in a while. Just like the idea like, yo, know, let's not even like waste the swipe on the Metro card back when it was like legit $2. Or like a 175 to like just like refill your card per ride. Either way, it was like all business. And I'm glad that like nothing like sus happened. Like it, it very much is like dangerous territory when you're like 15. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you hear like a bunch of stories of like people on Facebook Marketplace just like, um, like, oh, look, this dude's like selling like a bike. Let just let me get like my boys and we'll just like steal the bike from this dude. Like just intimidate the crap out of him. So I'm very lucky nothing like that happened. I'm just assuming like someone's ISS rating was absolutely precious. And like, you did not want to risk that because you want to like move these shoes because Mm -hmm. that was hustle that like was a lot lighter back then. And now it's such a commonplace thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. oh no, for sure. hundred percent, a hundred percent. Now, do you, 
and I just want to fast forward a little bit. Are you currently buying shoes now, Vispo, at the rate when you were younger? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> it's um, So, like, I think it's one of those, like, I need to be smarter about my adult finances, <laughs> like, kind of things, or is, like, legit. I would, like, look on the forums for shoes that were just under 40 bucks. Because in my head, I was just like, yo, let me just, like, have, like, a big collection. Because I thought that was important. I thought it was like super important to just have like a variety of shoes. And that was dumb too. Cause legit, I was going to private school. I had to wear like boat shoes to school. I couldn't wear like sneakers every day. It was legit. Just like, man, which of my 14 pairs I'm going to wear on Saturday. Like I didn't need to like work that hard just for like any bargain shoe that legit when, and if you were part of the boards, you knew what $40 meant. They were beaters, you know, or if you know the, the I guess the letter system or the star system they were not you know they weren't DS they weren't V V V V N D S they weren't N D S they were beat beat someone's beer someone's rain shoes you know what I mean but like in my head I'm like I can clean that I can clean that's no worries I got it I got it but um yeah legit I was just thinking the more the merrier and like whenever like uh, my parents would do like a weekend trip out to like a mall. I would absolutely look around, definitely like aim for the clearance section or go to Nordstrom Rack and like run through the aisles. Like that was like the thing I looked forward to. But now it's just like, you know, I am very like selective about like what I want to keep in my like collection, especially because I can't wear shoes too much. I mean, like I don't, I'm not really work. I'm not really wearing them throughout the week. It's really just a weekend thing. So I'm choosing this, keep the shoes that I love. I wouldn't even say my collection's small with that mentality. This is the most sneakers I've ever had in my life. But I want to say it's like I aimed for shoes that I loved in high school that I couldn't afford. And like I, you know, properly saved up for and could have now. But the only thing that's still like kicking is like I'm still like running through the aisles at Nordstrom Rack every now and then because you never know what you're going to find. You can find crazy <laughs> stuff in there. Absolutely crazy. Yo, absolutely. Like. If you're like big into ASICs, like I've seen like gel Cayanos there, mm -hmm. just like some super clean colorways. Like if you just want some like really clean GRs, Nordstrom Rack is the spot, like absolutely the spot. So after bringing up ASICs, in terms of brands, are you just like a Nike person, Jordan person? <sighs> I'm like absolutely a Nike person, like ride or die. Like I remember like having a mentality of like, you know, cool shoes are cool shoes. Mm -hmm. And then that eventually changed to, I don't need too many shoes and I don't need too many clothes. So at this point, I'm just like, all right, I'm just consolidating. And I feel like if I keep it to Nike, it keeps it way simpler. So I'm just like strictly Nike. Okay. Um, and like legit, like um, all my like athletic wear, I really try to keep to Nike. The only thing that maybe like, maybe Adidas or Reebok are like basketball jerseys. But other than that, I really just try and keep all my like stuff to Nike. I'm not, even working to be like some kind of brand ambassador for them. Like my Instagram's on private, <laughs> but I still like want to say that like, that's the brand I like rule with the heaviest. And I guess till I die and at least hopefully they're on their best behavior. Cause you never know how a brand can get canceled. Know what I mean, yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, you went from having shoes like the Citrus sevens, you know, Cinder 14s. So there's no more Jordans in the collection anymore. No, I definitely have. <laughs> so like, like I said, I try to keep the ones I like the most. Uh -huh. I've got five technically. So what I keep on me is 
bread ones, royal ones, shadow ones. Oh. I've got the taupe fours, and I still have my chrome twos, except those are like cracked to existence. I feel like twos are the fastest to crack those for whatever reason. Actually, I've seen a lot of those pairs crumble, and it's so unfortunate because it's like that is a pair they like don't even want to consider retroing because like I have an O2 pair and that is just like special I mean it was like the last Jordan that they put Nike on you know so like mm-hmm. I love that pair but I can't even wear them and like I've I've considered doing a soul swap but just like I, I, I don't know like I feel like at this point in my adult life I can't just justify rocking them like properly uh-huh. <laughs> either way they're like still close to my heart i've got the og box and the card i don't know if like, jordan doesn't even make cards anymore like i still got that two card which probably in itself is probably worth a lot of money <laughs> yeah no, nah but you said you had the top four so like a newer release like that how, how do you feel about the top fours oh, i love them <laughs> I absolutely is love it them. just me i feel like the the newer fours are really comfortable oh um here's i mean i really do like them it's my first four like they're absolutely my first four and i want to say like they are a little bit tight on the side like if i wear a 10 and i thought 10 would be like the safest bet just because i've heard true to size i don't know if i'm just like not bringing them in yet a little tight on the sides but like honestly it's like i'm so used to like shoes just like you know (laughs) i went from like a size like nine cinder 14 when I should have been wearing a 10, but uh-huh. <laughs> so I can, I'll make it work no matter what. Yeah, no, I, but, I um, love that toe four though. I love it. Oh, I feel like that tongue is so thick, which just makes it super comfortable. That part is comfortable, but like I do that super New Yorker thing where I don't tie my shoes anymore. They're all oh, rocked out. Like I pull them out. To. So of like, course. of course, yeah, you know, of course, you never know when like you need to just slip it off and on. Right. Exactly. So that is like sitting there. And like, I don't get like that level of comfort as far as like the security, just cause like all my shoes are like that, uh-huh. yeah. but it's definitely just like the width thing. Other than that, you wear I your ones loose look. like that? Yeah, all three, <laughs> all three. Oh, but here's the thing. Um, I do have an, I do have one pair of lows, all white that I use to dance in. So those I, I keep tied up just because they're like the, athletic version of my shoes so vispo one thing i want to say is this and i want to i want to i want to ask you two questions okay have you acquired your grail yet no oh you know what yeah i think i did i've had i don't know i've had grails i don't know if i have anything that i consider a holy grail i have three and i did cop a retro of one recently so that's all that matters (laughs) okay you want to let us know what pairs yeah, they were? Of course. Need to so, know. yeah, you need to know. <laughs> the, I need to, I'm the super, retro I'm super that I interested. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I'm appreciative of your like interest in my taste. So, I did cop the retro bacons. I very Amazing much love shoe. that shoe. Amazing, Amazing sneaker. Shoe. The honestly, the cleanest Air Max ninety, buttery suede, but just the best New York story. I used to love Dave's quality meat best looking skate store in the city just like the way they like have like legit like i don't even know if you call it a fridge you know like how you go to a deli and they've got like the like cheeses like in the like display the showcase that's it yeah yeah (laughs) oh that was the best looking store to like visit and like their shoes like legit just like 
on like skate trucks like drilling to the wall that was the best so like I loved like everything about that store I never like saw the owner but I knew his story and like making it and legit I just remember him being such a weird dude and just like he's like they're like yeah make a shoe for us and he's like Nike would never let me make a bacon shoe and he did it and it's such a pretty shoe and it's very New York and I love that so I I always considered that a grail my cousin had an OG pair and I've looked at it he beat them to death because he loved them just as much as I do and I told myself like as soon as it retros like I have I like got the sneaker L right away so I had to I this is the first time I committed to resale in a long time I will say that. I think it's worth it, though, because I feel like in my eyes, that shoe is still such a prolific shoe that, like, I've always viewed as, like, unattainable. Granted, you know. Absolutely. So now that I have the opportunity to buy it for, like, under $300, I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Exactly. Exactly. You're in the exact same headspace I was for it, and it was just something that I had to do, legit. Mm -hmm. Um, The other two are... I'm going to say unattainable. <laughs> um, one of them are the Nike SB Milk Crate Blazers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a, that's, that's that's a, a beautiful shoe. That's a real that's a beautiful get. shoe. I have, I don't even know if you can call it slept on it. When I saw it on eBay, like maybe like, I'm a 10. I saw it on 10 and a half, which I can't do for Nike SB Blazers because they do fit a little tight. Um, I've seen it on eBay at like 600 at a time when resale shouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's really steep for a shoe. And now they're like at 4,000. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is, you know? That shoe uh, is definitely I mean, in that unattainable category. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I absolutely think so. Uh, but it's such a cool shoe. Just like the idea of like, it has like the Chinese characters like on the, I love it when there's like some kind of like symbol or um, character on like the, like, what do you call it? near the t- near the heel mm-hmm. i love when nike yeah. does that with uh-huh. either with like a dong or blazer or whatever actually i don't even think they really do that with blazers so that was like really cool to see and how there's like a missing person's face on the t- back tab that's just so cool mm-hmm. um and the other shoe is the nike osaka dunk high you know what that is it sounds I've familiar seen, it sounds familiar it's a very random dunk high that came out in like the like early 2000s it was back when like it would i would just see pictures of it on iss and i would never see it in person i don't think i've ever seen it in person it's a very cool looking shoe um it's legit just like a baby blue with like a white base and like red stripes it's mostly dressed like a uh like a takoyaki chef and (laughs) like um you know how i told you like i like when like dunks have like little characters or whatever on the um near the heel there's mm-hmm. one of like an octopus wearing like a takoyaki headband. And it's something that I've never seen before. I love that side. It's pretty much like the monster, you know, in Monsters Inc. One day, yeah. There's like the sushi chef and he shouldn't really be cooking sushi because he's an octopus. But like, it's pretty much that character on the heel of a shoe. And I thought that's amazing. I love this shoe. And it's one I would probably never wear, but I would love to own. And I'm sure the resale for that is just nuts. I haven't looked at it. I, I never see them on eBay, but. I think it's just such a beautiful shoe. Yeah, I just Googled it. That shoe is fire. Absolutely. It reminds me, you know oh. the, uh, the the Dorothy Lowe? When that SB Lowe that came out a while ago? The Dorothy? Ago. I, I ended up seeing it at Marshall's, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about, like, sh- like shoes that we, like, should have copped because it was, like, that low. 
Oh, man. yo, that's crazy. Like, um, it's funny you bring up Marshalls. Like, I'm always like on the hunt for like stuff on Marshalls like that uh-huh. too. But I remember one SB that I passed up on and I should have just dropped, committed because it was like they were pretty much giving it away. I went to a Dr. J's in Brooklyn where they just had the Nike SB Loon in my size for 40 bucks. Wow. The Loon was yeah, always, Dr. it's always, a, it's a very different looking shoe. It is, but honestly, it's just like for 40 bucks, it yeah. should have just been like a no question kind of thing. But in my head, I'm just like, I'm not really going to wear this. And I should have just held on to it. I'm a fool. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've yeah, I'm glad these, you like that. I've seen the the firecrackers at uh Marshalls before. The the, the red pair, yeah. Actually, no, not red pair, black pair. My bad. I mean, those are cool too. But yeah, yeah those those are the two unattainables. I'm very happy I got my bacon's. That's like a blessing. But like, I highly doubt like ESB will ever consider like putting anything like the milk crates out again and i don't know if we're gonna get another osaka high i feel like it's too like weird at this it's point to pull out like an obscure shoe yeah oh it's hella obscure <laughs> yeah so those are my grails so those are your grails, I don't, I don't know. you brought up the the holy grail i i gotta ask i got oh dude i don't know if there is one <laughs> like legit i was thinking about it i don't i really don't know if i have such a holy grail there's nothing like i really like have in such high esteem Mm-hmm. like okay i feel like i'm just i'm very happy with whatever i have and like i feel like i don't want to have something so 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 unattainable i mean i don't know it's weird it's very weird i i will say that i have held expensive sneakers before but nothing really in my head says like yeah you can you can wear these like comfortably knowing how much they're worth mm-hmm. so like i'd rather not have a holy grail i don't know if that's a hot take or not i'd rather not have a holy grail <laughs> Hey, to each his own, man, because there's sometimes too where like, especially nowadays, people really worry about the price of their shoes. Like they see the shoe and on face value, they're like, yo, why are you wearing those? You know, those are four G's. And I'll be like, I like the shoe, man. Like, that's why I'm wearing them. (laughs) No, absolutely. I like, I mean, here's your thing. Like I would have to wear it. Like, I mean, if I'm going to own a shoe, I'm going to wear it as like much as I can as best I can I'll clean them up like for sure if they get dirty I'll get a little upset if something like spills on it I'll do my best to clean it up but if it leaves like a tiny stain I'll just say it is what it is I'm wearing them that's all that matters Mm -hmm. but if it's like you know something like if we're talking like in the four digits five digits I don't know like in my head like does it really justify like wearing them as much in the like for the occasions that I wear shoes. Like if I'm running to, if I'm trying to just like go into the city to pick up like roast pork buns in Chinatown, does it really justify me wearing these four digit shoes? Not mean? Not for sure. I totally agree with you, Vispo, on that. But another question I wanted to ask you because it's, it's good I had you on today's episode because this has been on the back of my mind for years. And I knew I wanted to ask the right person for this flashback we're gonna throw it back 2013 to 16 okay okay you're a hip-hop dancer slash choreographer shout out to outburst one time one of the og members here from queens new york and why did people gravitate towards wearing van authentics oh there are several reasons i can think of off the top of my head um for one it's one of the most affordable shoes on the market legit Mm -hmm. like you can just get away with like having a very clean black upper white sole pair of shoes 
that you can wear to rehearsal, during rehearsal, and leaving rehearsal, and still like dressed up, you know? So it's a clean shoe and super accessible. Like you don't have to like wait online to really get these shoes, like legit. You're either like, you can cop them on Amazon, you know? <laughs> it's like that accessible. Mm-hmm. But, then, um, but as far as like performance wise, I think it's a really good shoe for the same reason like skaters would gravitate toward having certain like band shoes. Because here's the thing, I used to skate too. And I didn't really necessarily like skating in bands authentics because they were very, very thin on top. And mm-hmm. that just means it's going to tear through in like, like a, one skate session. But the sole is great. Like the sole is legit just very, very good for what it does. It has very good grip and board feel. So it's the same for like dancers in a studio. Legit, like you're just putting your um, like foot down on a wood floor and like feeling it underneath you. Like that waffle sole in a Vans Authentic is just thick enough where like you can like feel the floor underneath you. You can like understand your limits, but also it has a good grip and like it pretty much hugs the ground. So you don't slip because like depending on what you're doing, you're going to be moving around a lot in like your own little space or square and you don't want like on your ass i have fallen on my ass wearing like all kinds of shoes um i did have a slight stint wearing authentics but they you know they did the job they're personally too thin for me like on the like upper and the toe box i feel like i'm just gonna like burst through that toe box but for everyone else like i absolutely understand like why um there's one dance like um uh social media i don't really know especially to call them they're a company of sorts um steezy they did a whole like uh video like almost essay on like why um certain dancers wear certain shoes and the vans authentic had a huge shout out and part in that particular you know essay so you can give that a watch or like shout them out really quick oh no for sure no for sure not i'm personally not a fan of the authentic I didn't wear them much dancing. I like had my own personal preferences, but I can see like why a lot of people did wear them. And you saw them like in every dance studio and every like rehearsal, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh no, uh, that's, that's the only reason why I wanted to ask. Cause I wanted like a dancer's point of view, especially from that sneaker, because as an average consumer, I had that sneaker and like, I would wear it and I'll just be like, what are so special about these shoes? Like the uppers are so thin and like that waffle sole was great. But then to actually hear it and be like, okay, that can actually be used for something than style, like dance, you know, from being active or being in your certain space, doing certain moves. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and it's, go ahead. Oh, actually, no, nah, I don't really know if it's like, cause like in my head, when I was telling you that like the van is like so easy to rip through, it's like, it's a cheap shoe. Like if anything happens, like you're good. Like you can always just get another pair. But like, I don't think it's really ever happened in like in any dance setting I've been in where like they've like ripped through an authentic. Yeah, they're like sturdy enough, but like I don't really ever recall them being like, you know, not durable for the job that mm-hmm. day, whether it is like a practice, a performance even, you know, for sure. Oh, no, for sure. But no, that's, you know, that's one of the things. And Vans does put out quality sneakers. Like, they're very simple. Like, I actually saw this meme the other day. I don't know if you saw it, Torres, but it was somebody be like, oh, I like your Vans. And then they respond, they're blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, because at first it was like a joke on like New Balance people. And it was like, uh, what was it? 
Um, I, I like uh, another pair of 992s, and then the person responds, no, they're the Jown 992s. I start dying. Bro. I mean, those Vans, I've actually played basketball in, in Vans before, and call me crazy, they were amazing. I swear to you, the amount of traction was, like, insane. Would you say that you're a very lateral movement player? Is that why you um, liked it? Not necessarily. You know what it was? Because I would do, like, like a, like a stutter step, you know, chop my feet. Like, and before that, and the, the, the squeaks was, like, intimidating. It, it was so loud because it's, like, this shoe isn't really made for the basketball court. And it's, I don't know, I, I loved it. It was, it was such a loud shoe, literally. Yeah. It, it well, I'd rather play in those than Converse's. Yeah, Converse. I couldn't do. You're going to trash an OG basketball shoe like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Converse's was... were meant for basketball. So it it's, like, threatens. in my head, I'm, like, yeah, I mean, that's like a terrible shoe to even think about playing ball It's a ball napkin in. and a cardboard. <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah, you know. But you said you had preferences to wear for dancing. Like, what, what, what would you what would you wear? Um, I really liked um, flat-soled shoes. Again, like, I like, like, feeling the, like, ground underneath me, like, somewhat or at least mm -hmm. to an extent. So, like, I remember wearing dunks to dancing, and that was great. So like back when like dunks were a GR shoe, legit, like I could just like go into a journeys and buy a pair of dunks. They made for great dance shoes just because like they were really durable in the toe. They had like great feel. They had a decent grip too. So I really appreciated having that. Um, currently right now, I haven't really been dancing, dancing like that, but um, I wear, like I told you earlier, a pair of Jordan 1 Lowe's. So that has been like okay. really good to dance in. Same reason. Um, I used to dance in a pair of um, SB Dunk Highs, and that was honestly more for a flex than anything. I don't know what was going through my mind. They're so hard to dance in because, like, for any high, it's just like blocking your ankle, you know? I mean, it's supposed to support it, but, like, in dance, you kind of need that movement. You need nothing in the way, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, that was more for, yeah, you know, it's a cool shoe. Let me just wear it. Mm -hmm. Let me. It means I'm not dancing too hard. Because I'm wearing a pair of, oh, I mean, a pretty like expensive pair of shoes. I was I used to dance in money cat highs that were money beat cats. to death, the money beat cats. to death, <laughs> absolutely beat to death. It was a cool shoe, and they went with every dance like outfit, whatever a dance outfit means, you know. So it was just like easy enough to throw on. But like I don't know, there that was like my favorite shoe for a while, just because I love how good they looked beat. So I just wanted, I just like loved like being super active in them so i remember i would like take those to the park and play basketball or handball in them and then go to dance and just be like yeah look how like scuffed they got here and i don't know there's something appealing about that and again i think that's just like me realizing man i'm so glad i wear all my shoes moral of the story wear your kicks kids wear your kicks absolutely wear your kicks they're gonna crumble anyway wear your shoes <laughs> Oh, man. But no, that's a really good takeaway, especially, you know, if you are listening to this podcast, you know, we mention it all the time, wear your shoes, because this is just a material item. Like, you know what I mean? If we don't wear them, I don't know if you guys seen that TikTok. I, I'm big on TikTok. Some not the dancing ones, but the informational ones, people who haven't worn their bread fours and they rubbed the midsole and it started to crumble. That hurt my soul. But then somebody broke it down that if you did wear them a couple times, the pressure and the Nike air actually conforms. So they wouldn't like crumble on you, basically. And it'll have more life within the shoe. So I was like, all right, I got to wear my shoes now. No more, no more DS pairs. 
you know, I, I heard, I heard because you know what's crazy? Like, I saw, I'm not on TikTok, but like, you know, reposted TikToks on sneaker accounts on Instagram, posted a video of like this one dude with his twos that just broke apart. I'm like, oh, I felt that like heavy in my soul. Like, I felt like I was brought back in time to when I broke mine. I was like, oh, the pain is back all over again and it still hurts. <laughs> but I'm glad I got like all the usage I did out of them. Like, that is one of the oldest pairs of shoes I own, even if I'm not wearing them just because they're all crumpled. But I'm glad I still own them, even if they're locked away in a box. You know what I mean? Oh, no, for sure. For sure. But one last thing, Vispa, before we get out today, um, I did mention earlier in the podcast that you are um, you're an English teacher, high school English teacher. And uh, what do want to give a big shout out to all the educators out there, because I know the past year has been a hell, you know, especially for teaching. So I want to just give you a big shout out. You know, we appreciate what you do and, you know, and your craft. But one thing I want to say, because I do see on social media sometimes some teachers wear their sneakers to work. Are you one of those teachers? No, unfortunately, dress code does not allow for that. So um, I do teach at a private school and I have to like really adhere to the uh, collared shirt, dress pants, dress shoes combo. And it is what it is. But I mean, like they're like going to be like the spirit days where like, you know, an excuse to dress down, like um, it'll be like sports day. So wear like a jersey of some kind. So, you know, I brought out the Jordan jersey with the bread buns. <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid to do that. And, you know, I'm not trying to break kids' necks. I just wanted to legit just wear the shoes that I own that I don't get a chance to wear during the week, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's nice to br- bring out the bread fours, like, on a Tuesday, just on a regular day, you know? No, like, real occasion. And, you know, you'll have the kids saying, okay, this." Mr. Flex, just like, not even, these are just like, these are just an everyday shoe. Like, you just have to say that to all the kids. It's an everyday shoe. That's funny. Do you have some students that like are sneaker enthusiasts or into sneakers? Oh, like, have, you caught, have you caught them like in the class be like, yo, you got the sneakers drop? Did you, did you get that link real quick? Bro, um, I have, I had this one student, I'm graduating already. And um, he like, picked up on like my sneaker interest real quick he came over to me with his sneakers app and he just started scrolling and he did a few swipes of his hit list i'm just like man how how does one pull like all these and i'm like i asked him like are you botting like no i just i'm just like really lucky and he says i use i do everything on that like if it has like a story he'll like watch it or if like there's like some kind of video he'll make sure it's like viewed all the way to the end but like it's all pulls and like um i had one story of um one of my students like went to the bathroom and he came back <laughs> it was um it was like you know a class from like 9 30 to 10 10 right or something like that and he's the bathroom like toward the end of the class and he was like mr vispo it was it was really funny there was like some kids in the bathroom just like super upset it was like what's wrong it was like i don't know something about they didn't get the travis shoes (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh oh bet (laughs) all right i see i see no worries no worries you can sit down (laughs) and it was i i'm pretty sure it was like those travis sixes the first one (laughs) so that was that was a funny thing because i didn't even realize it was like 10 a.m at the time which was funny 
at least you're, you're cultured and you know that at 10 a.m., like for 10 minutes, I know my students are going to lose their attention because they're going to have to enter the draw on sneakers. I mean, their teacher is on the draw on sneakers too. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yo, here's your classwork. It's like, it's like 9.58. All right, you guys have five minutes to like get a response down and I'm on my phone just really quick. Like I even, like all the presets are saved. I'm legit just like looking around while like I'm just like pressing, not even looking at my phone. I just know exactly what is like at the very top of the sneakers app, just hitting and turn me into this freaking draw just so I can take my L and move on. I've only hit once for like the sneakers app during a class, but it was for a G- I don't know if they were like really GR, GR. They were kind of GR. It was like the Carhartt 95s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got Love those during shoe. class. Yeah. Love those Love shoes. Love that shoe. Wear them to the ground all the time. Such a good shoe. But yeah, I wear them. I, I did get that W in the middle of class or like, you know, during classwork time. Know what I mean, <laughs> no, nah, that's funny. That's funny. But now before we sign off today, uh, Vispo, I do, I want to give the floor to you. Let us know what do you have planned for the future? You know, what, what you expecting next? Like the floor is yours. Go ahead, sir. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, legit. I would just love to like get my creative projects like off the ground. So I'm not really promoting anything. I'm just speaking this out loud to manifest that kind of good energy. And I just want to thank Double Knotted for just having me on today and really just, you know, vibing and bringing good energy to the community the way it should always be. Too much bad energy in the community. It turns people off and people still stay in it because for whatever reasons. So let's keep it with as much good energy as you can. So I'm thankful for you two for doing your part in it. Not for sure. I do appreciate that. And whatever you're into, you know, we're here to support you 110%. But till next time, I'm your host, Colin Riquez. Anthony Torres. And I've been Eric Vispo. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.